the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. One week from today, Las Vegas, Nevada, the Bellagio Hotel and Casino right there on the Strip in Sin City, the 2022 NFL draft will commence, and I've been pouring over some of my favorite props that are available right now in the legal sportsbook market, Lundy, and one that I found that I have actually wagered on. I've only got three tickets open right now. Uh, The other tickets are all Malik Willis related, but this is the other one that I've already locked in. Jamison Williams, extraordinarily talented wide receiver out of Alabama, uh, coming off the ACL ACL injury, and I'm going to take the over on 13.5 for his overall pick, and I pulled this from BetMGM at minus 110. Now, uh, when Williams has been healthy uh, during his story, college football career he was remarkable a guy that was number four among all division one wide receivers last season in yards after the catch per reception he was number five in total deep yards a decent contested catch guy he's got the speed he's got the size uh, he's got the body uh, he's got the skill set and a guy that's got a, a very high motor who could come in and be an instant impact player forever drafts him Uh, again though the downside is that knee injury and as a result given the depth of this class and using some of the resources out there and and there is one I don't know if you've been using this it's called nflmockdraftdatabase.com so you can go to that site it's 100% for free you type in a player's name like Jamison Williams in the little search bar and what it does is it aggregates over 1100 mock drafts that have been posted online, you know, whether PFF, ESPN, the mom and pop shops, wherever, and put together a consensus rank for that player. Jameson Williams right now is at number 15, according to the mock drafters, going to the Philadelphia Eagles with that pick. Now, you've got Houston uh, that has multiple picks in round number one. You know, maybe he goes at number 13 there. Maybe somebody pulls the trigger a little bit higher. They're infatuated with him like the Atlanta Falcons who are very wide receiver needy at number eight. But again, I think that knee will, you know, turn the tide for him in terms of him falling in the draft a little bit further. And it may not be a, you know, a slam dunk in the thoughts and the minds of a lot of these front office folks. So, Lundy, what do you think? Jamison Williams, you got an early fader. Follow me here on the over 13 and a half pick overall in next week's NFL draft. I'm going either 15 or 17. I'm going either Eagles or Chargers. That's where I think he or the Saints up, at uh, 16. Yeah, it could be. It could be the Saints, although the Saints have a lot of holes to fill. Um, they need some help in a number of places. And yes, a receiver would be nice, but I think they may, they may go with one of those not quite so sexy picks. Um, but I, I, the Eagles paired him up with Devonta Smith. That'd be fun. I mean, come on, that'd be a, that'd be a ton of fun for Philadelphia fans. Uh, I think the bigger thing here is understanding how much the NFL owns this country. If there are 1100 mock drafts, holy crap, dude. 1100 1100 mock drafts yeah i think that's like every mock draft found in every corner of the earth yeah people just wasting all kinds of time and you know that they're going to be you know probably hitting like 25 percent when it's all said and done anyway 
Yeah, it's just to me that's just nuts. But anyway, uh, going back to your question, over under it, pick thirteen and a half. I agree with you. I will take the over because I think he's first round talent. But I think in terms of that, you know, top third, if you will, of the draft, I think there will be people that say, "Hey, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to wait on this guy to make sure that his ACL is one hundred percent. He may not be ready week one, etc." Um, I, I think there's those upper echelon teams are going to want somebody that they can they can utilize right away those upper picks. But right around the midpoint, I think you're going to see people like Philadelphia, like you said, maybe the Saints, maybe the Chargers. Remember, Philly's picking at what 15 and then again at 18. Yeah. Um, so it could be, you know, he could go right in that range. And I think that would make uh, a lot of sense for them. Yeah, I would imagine, you know, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, uh, you know, not in that particular order, but those are going to be the two two names off the board first at wide receiver. And then it's uh, Jamison Williams next or Chris Olave. And I think the midpoint of round one makes the most sense. So I think that consensus is spot on. And that's why I see some value in this line on Williams over 13 and a half overall pick in next week's NFL draft. With that, let's get to it on this hashtag tequila Thursday Bartender, bartender, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lenny, let's drop the puck and make some bucks. How did we fare in the NHL last night? And what do you have for me on the ice on this? Hashtag Tequila Thursday, my man. Well, you know, yesterday we uh, we didn't do terrible. We didn't do so bad yesterday. I mentioned the fact that I wanted you guys to roll with Edmonton on the money line. And if you were feeling frisky to go ahead and take them uh, uh, in regulation. Well, that happened. They beat up on the stars, which I had expected to happen five to two. Unfortunately, in bonus time, I mentioned to take Edmonton and then the under at six and a half. Well, let's see. Carry the one seven is more than six and a half. So we missed out on that one. But Brad, if people were listening to your lovely radio program on the big fancy spacey satellite yes. on Sirius XM. I told folks that I just had a gut feel for the idea of Washington and uh, uh, Vegas um, going over six and a half and that they would be tied at the end of the first period. And that was plus 400. Ooh, cash that ticket, baby. Yeah. Because uh, they were tied at the end of the first. Tonight, let's talk about a total. Let's go to New Jersey. Two teams that don't give a crap anymore because they are completely out of the running. They just want the regular season to be over, which in fact happens a week from tomorrow. A lot of these teams that just don't care, Brad, you know what happens? Not a lot of defense. So we're going to take the over on six and a half goals between the Sabres and the Devils. Buffalo, over the course of the last 10 games, has allowed 3.8 goals per contest. New Jersey, oh, they said, hold my beer and watch this. They've given up 4.1 goals per game in their last 10. So both of these teams uh, showing that defense is currently optional down the stretch run. So I will play the over at six and a half, which right now at DraftKings is a minus 125. Slap it into the good old basket with those biscuits out the side right and hit the over. Number four. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball and the Chicago Cubs. They had a rain-shortened game the last night at Wrigley Field, uh, and they got clobbered anyway. It was 8-2. to two. I watched that game, uh, and they royally sucked. Well, uh, they bring in uh, the perennial doormat, at least in recent years, the Pittsburgh Pirates to town. And I'm actually going to side with the Buccos here on the over three and a half runs uh, on the north side against my Cubbies, minus 110 at DraftKings. Uh, the weather is finally starting to warm up very slowly. Now, I live about two hours south of Chicago, and it's going to be uh, in the 60s today, brilliant sunshine later this afternoon. 
and the winds are expected to pick up a little bit. So, a uh, similar scenario up north, though cooler. Game time temps in the mid-50s. A lot of sunshine as well early on in the game before the lights take over. And the wind is going to be blowing out between 10 and 15 miles an hour to right center field. But what's most importantly here, why I like Pittsburgh on this over for the three and a half runs, is the hurler taking the mound for the Cubs. It's Mark Leiter Jr. who got rocked in Colorado in uh, Dingers and Lundy's backyard. Uh, His first start of the season, three and a third innings pitch, seven earned runs, Four walks and four strikeouts. You might say, well, that's a byproduct of Coors Field in the thin air. It was a cold day when Leiter was out there on the mound, and he still got crushed. Uh, You look at Pittsburgh, uh, they are averaging 3.75 runs per game. That's number 20 in Major League Baseball. But because Leiter, though he does miss a few bats, has struggled at times with his location over his long professional career, I think this is a primo matchup for the bats to talk for this Pirates team. So shiver me timbers, Lundy. Fade or follow on the Pirates over three and a half runs against my beloved Cubs, minus 110 at DraftKings. Uh, I'll roll with you on this. Remember the other thing with lighter, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, he hadn't like started in the MLB forever. It, it was um, like 2017, I think was his last. Start. Yeah, because uh, he was dealing with Tommy John um, and so he missed two seasons. And then I think all of last year was actually in the minors. Um, yeah, he had not made a start since 2018. Um, I just yep. found it in my there notes because I talked about it in that matchup against the Rockies. So, um, you know, it, even if he is somebody that can find his way into a steady groove with the rotation, uh, it's not happening right away. Um, he has been thrown into the fire here after having not been in the majors for a while. So I like this. I like the idea of Pittsburgh getting up over the four. I think this is a solid bet. All right, rock and roll, baby. Take the Pirates over three and a half runs. Number three. All right, moving on here, and let's go to an over. Arizona and Washington, eight and a half runs in Major League Baseball later today. This is a minus 120 at BetMGM. And why do I like the over in this one? Look, I know Arizona's had their struggles, uh, and they have been mighty struggles at that. Uh, scoring, but uh, they finally got off the schneid. They had 11-run outbursts just the other night. Uh, Fourth worst in terms of total runs scored in Major League Baseball with 33 in 12 games, but uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. And I know Washington, uh, a team that, you know, is middle of the pack in terms of where they are scoring, number 12 overall in total runs scored, but it's all about the pitching matchup. we got Zach Davies taking the hill for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and you got Josh Rogers taking the ball for the Nats. Davies, uh, just the the picture of mediocrity. Uh, 9.1 innings pitched, six earned runs, four walks, two homers already allowed this season with an 80.9 contact rate. Rodgers, meanwhile, 9.2 innings pitched, four earned runs, four walks with an 87% contact rate. So uh, runs should be plentiful in this game. And again, if you shop around, most of the books have it at nine. Uh, at minus 105, but if you're willing to pay the little bit of the extra juice, get that hook in there at 8.5, I would do so at BetMGM at minus 120. So fade or follow, Arizona, Washington, over 8.5 runs. Again, minus 120 at BetMGM. Uh, I think this is uh, 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 this might be my favorite. I think it might be my favorite bet because I think they're going to crush this total. 
I think you've got a couple of pitchers that are going to give up uh, some earned runs. So I, I think that if you can get the eight and a half, fantastic. But if by the time you're listening to this, it is universally at nine and you actually can't shop, but do it anyway. Um, I, I think this total is going to be double figures, Brad. I, I think we're looking at 10 plus here. So um, even if somebody's listening a little bit later in the day, if it has, in fact, gone up from being able to, to find the eight and a half, do it anyway. Um, it, these guys are I, I, I think the pitchers are suspect. I think the uh, bat to ball is going to happen. I think this is uh, I think this is screaming 10 runs plus. Yeah, let those bats start rapping, baby. Score some runs, snakes and gnats. All right, uh, stay tuned for our top plays uh, in the NBA postseason, plus bonus time. Additionally, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL. Number two. All right, yeah, let's head to the NBA right now, and I'm going to take the under on Desmond Bain, 18 and a half points uh, in this critical game three between the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. Look at what Bain has done in this series. Games 1 and 2, he went 16 and 17 points. Shot a respectable 45% from the floor, 31.3% from outside. In the regular season, 14, 21, 21, and 13 points he scored against this club. So split right down the middle, over 200 and 2. But you look at 35% is all they have allowed from distance, at least that's what they surrendered in the regular season. And I think it's going to be more of the same for Bain, where he's not going to be banging home a lot of those three. So as a result, I think it's three consecutive games. He tucks under 18 and a half points. Pulled this one from FanDuel, minus 116. Lundy, fade or follow. Oh, yeah. I'll roll with you on this one just because of the, the way that he has been playing. He's certainly capable of eclipsing this number. We know that. I mean, he's 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 more than capable of it. It's why the line is set where it is. But I'm with you in terms of what we have seen so far. Uh, this is a really important game, obviously. But I think he talks just underneath this yet again. It'll be close. Could be one of those things where you're sweating it out, hoping that he doesn't get that final bucket late in the fourth quarter kind of thing. But I'll I'll roll with you on this. I think he comes in just barely underneath it, but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, fade Desmond Bain. Number one. All right, let's go to a game that is a must-win scenario for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, or no, not the Golden State Warriors. Uh, for your Denver Nuggets, actually, Lundy. Uh, as Golden State is already up 2-0 in this series. And Draymond Green is one of the primary reasons why this Golden State team has had a lot of success because his defense has been spectacular. I think it's going to be more of the same tonight. So give me the over. Two and a half steals plus blocks at plus 115 at BetMGM. Yeah, get seduced by that juice. He has been over this in six of his last nine games, including games one and two, in which he went uh, three and three combined and steals and blocks. Uh, You look at Denver. Last 10 games of the regular season, 14 fewest steals per game allowed, 11 fewest blocks per game surrendered. But uh, I think Green hunkers down and uh, uses those active hands to get at least a block and a couple of steals. Hell, he could do this in steals alone. So fade or follow Draymond Green over two and a half steals plus blocks, plus 115 at BetMGM. I will fade you on this one. This is a little bit of a TYG. This is a trust your gut. I I know, you know, obviously he's been over it in the first two games of the series. You already talked about what he's done over the last uh, several games going back to the end of the regular season as well. But I think this is one that he winds up finishing right at two. 
um, and gets just underneath this number. Um, this is obviously a critical game for Denver. Yours truly will actually be in attendance oh. tonight. Oh, over at uh, Ball Arena. Uh, yeah, it, really it is. Um, you know, they come around, they give me high fives, a little fist pump. Uh, you know, they're always happy when Lundy's in the house. You know that that makes a big difference. Joker, me and Joker, tight. Totally Super tight. tight. Uh, yeah, after the game, totally hashtag Tequila Thursday with the two of us. And Russell um, Wilson. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, Russ will be there. Sierra sitting courtside. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I, I just – this is a little bit of a gut feel. I think Draymond's going to have another good game. He is one of the few guys in the NBA that can get under Joker's skin, um, and he does it consistently. Um, it's actually why – it is the number one reason why, as a Nuggets fan personally, I hated this first-round matchup because Draymond Green, to me, is the one guy – that always gives Joker problems. So um, I think Draymond's going to have another good game. Um, if Denver's going to have a shot, it's going to be tonight because if they get down 3-0, say goodnight because Jamal Murray's not there to bail them out like they did in the bubble. So uh, I'm going to fade you on this one, and I'm going to hope that my presence in the arena makes all the difference and that maybe we actually have uh, the possibility of a, of a game five. <laughs> Yeah, there's the big noise boost, or in this case, it's the Lundy lift. Uh, so hopefully that will Very come in nice. handy for you. Enjoy the game tonight, Ombre. All right, before we get out of here, because you got to prepare your liver for the action tonight, it's bonus time. What else you got for me? Well, let me get you a handful on the ice uh, since, you know, you got to throw as many darts as you can, and then you hope that one of them hits either the bullseye or maybe that triple 20. Uh, we got a couple of heavy favorites tonight. Florida is at home taking on the Detroit Red Wings. Carolina is at home taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Both of those are 7 o'clock Eastern time puck drops. Like I said, both of them are heavy favorites, so I'm going to take them both on the puck line. So the Panthers minus one and a half, the Canes minus one and a half. If you put those together as just a simple two-legger, they just got to win by multiple goals. It is a plus 170 payday. And then let's go back to that Jersey and Buffalo game that I was talking about. I try to correlate my bets when I do things like this, and I'm expecting a lot of scoring in that game. So I wanted to go find somebody for an any-time goal. And the guy that I chose, left winger for Buffalo, Looking at Jeff Skinner, he is second on the team uh, total in goals. He's got 31 on the season. However, he's only got one in his last five. So this is a little bit of that he's due type of mentality when you've got a guy that has been a heavy scorer for the whole season and yet hasn't done a lot of scoring over the course of the last week and a half or so. Um, so on this one, anytime goal for Jeff Skinner for Buffalo is a plus one. 50. So a couple of plus odds here for you in bonus time. Oh, sexy juice with all of those. All right. Uh, very quickly here, uh, assuming my voice will actually hold up. Uh, if you get uh, on this pod early, I like Dylan Cease uh, for a day game under one and a half earned runs against the Cleveland Guardians at plus 115. He's just been brilliant so far this year. Just a 15 percent Hard hit percentage and missing a ton of bats, so I think the Guardians will be held at bay. And then going to the NBA tonight, uh, I will take Utah minus three and a half on the first half line uh, in that matchup against Dallas. Uh, the Jazz, since April 1st, number five in net efficiency rating over the first half. Dallas number 11 there with Utah at home. Uh, they were up by seven in game two at halftime. Up by two in game one. I think they'll be up by four or more here in the third act. Yes, even with Luka back. I also like the over on Rudy Gobert, 15 and a half rebounds. Uh, he's gone 17-17 so far in this series. 
He also had a 17-rebound game against Dallas in the regular season. And, yes, even with Luka on the floor, I think he's going to get it done. So, love me some Rudy Gobert tonight on that over 15-and-a-half rebounds. And that is a wrap on this uh, exhausting edition of the Fade the Noise podcast for yours truly. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Noisy Cuevas. Uh, Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast, would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.